0: You're listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast, episode 56. Lindsay Maloney. Today, we're chatting with my new friend Gemma all about manifesting and how you can start creating the life that you deserve. This isn't something that you're reading about and feeling like, oh, this can't happen for me. We've all watched the movies, we've all read the books and listened to the podcast, but Gemma actually gives us some really great insight. And especially as women and online entrepreneurs, coaches, whatever you might be, if things don't go the way you planned, let's say you launched and it didn't go the way you wanted, or you're not getting the clients you, you need or you think you need, I want you to really listen to this because Gemma's really going to help you work your way through this. She's going to help you work through the feelings that you have after something doesn't go the way you wanted. And I know you're going to love her. So make sure you sit back, relax, and listen to the show. Gemma, thank you so much for being on the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. I'm so excited to chat with you.
1: I am super excited to be here, Lindsay. Thank you so much for having me on.
0: Yes, I would like you to introduce yourself, of course, and tell everyone about yourself and what you do and who you serve.
1: I'd love to. Thank you. Well, my name is Gemma Bernard and In my community, I'm known as the Manifesting Mum, and that's also the name of my business, the Manifesting Mums. And for me, I see my role, my purpose as being able to support and empower generally mums, but I do attract a lot of uh, women that aren't yet mums as well, so women in general, to rapidly release their blocks and challenges, to get out of their own way, to free themselves from that mean mum, that inner dialogue, that inner negative a voice that pops up so that they can go on to create a life that they absolutely love, that lights their soul on fire from the inside out. And my community, as I said, is is full of predominantly mums, although I do work with a lot of um, women who aren't yet mums as well. And they're generally, the people that I work with, the people that are in my community are generally just at a stage in their life where they're questioning a lot of things. They're unsure of how they've got to this point in their life. And although they're not unhappy generally with where their life, their business, their relationship, their health is, there's something that's kind of bubbling under the surface, like a little bit of discontent, a little bit of uncertainty, a little bit of, is there more? Like, is there more that I can have? Do I dare to dream for something that's somewhat different to what I have right now. And that's when women generally find themselves starting to look into this concept of manifesting and start to explore this idea of, hmm, can I actually intentionally and consciously create something different? And when they find their way over to my community, my, my job, I see it is to break manifesting down to make it real, to make it life-changing and to make it simple, easy, and also a little bit of fun as well. I think we've got this one life to live right here, right now. So let's have a little bit of fun with it as well.
0: Mm -hmm. I love that. Let's talk about breaking down manifesting because if we have a beginner audience or somebody who's not too familiar with it and it seems very woo-woo to them or they Mm -hmm. maybe think like, I don't know about that. What does that even mean? I see a lot of people talking about manifesting, but I don't know what it means. Can you break it down for us?
1: Yeah, I, it is. I know when I first uncovered manifesting, I honestly thought it was magic. Mm-hmm. So, so many people that come across manifesting for the first time really find their introduction is probably something like either the book or the movie, The Secret. And so they get this introduction and a lot of people kind of gloss over a lot of what that book teaches and just go straight to this idea and this concept of I can just, what I think I can create. And not only that, I can create it instantly, you know, and so there's this magical element to it. And that's where people start to think of it as being very woo woo. You know, it's esoteric. It's not quite real. And that's where I think a lot of people really do struggle, but I teach it in terms of the simplicity of understanding that we are born creators. We create our life. It is unavoidable. You cannot bypass it, you cannot get away from it. But manifesting really is when you take that step from believing that your life creates or your life experiences your circumstances create your thoughts and feelings to understanding that it's actually your thoughts and feelings that create your life and so it is this process of simply intentional creation where I am now conscious of the process that I create the power lies within me to create what I want in my life and that not only do I do that now consciously but I'm doing that intentionally. So I set an intention. I set a purpose. I I decide on an outcome. I now go, well, this is the direction I want my life to head in. I no longer feel like I am just constantly reacting to life and that life just happens to me. That now I am creating my own destiny. I'm creating the direction that my life is heading in. That's the simplicity of it.
0: It is so simple and I feel like people are probably wondering, okay, that's easy for you to say. You create your own reality and I 100% agree with you, Gemma, but what about the person who is feeling like their life is not going their way at all and they're like, I didn't ask for any of this, so what do you mean I created all of this?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, so true. Can I relate to that? I've got to tell you, I went through truly – decades two decades of just feeling like my life was out of control that this was not a life that i wanted to live that i was incredibly unhappy and that i just felt like i would I, I mean for me my belief was that i was being punished you know my life to me felt so painful at the time that i felt like i was just being punished and so if you're out there and you're thinking and you're looking around your life And maybe you've got health issues. Maybe your relationship is not going very well. Or maybe you're not in a relationship and you really would like to find love. Maybe your business, you know, is not heading in the direction that you want it to be heading. And you're thinking, I didn't ask for this. You're right. You didn't ask for it consciously. But the way that our mind works is that we have, if we, break it down to the simplicity of it is we have two parts to the mind we have our subconscious mind and we have our conscious mind and so consciously of course you haven't asked for it no one asks to be in a space of suffering and discomfort on a conscious level but subconsciously yes there will be some belief system some story some thought that is happening on a unconscious or subconscious level. The terms are interchangeable too, by the way, but some people I think when I talk about unconscious, they start to understand unconscious a little bit differently to subconscious, but 90 to 95% of our thoughts, even our feelings and therefore our actions, which create our result happen on an unconscious level. So unconsciously or subconsciously, There is some belief pattern that is playing out. There is some identity that you have adopted for some reason or another that is therefore filtering through to the, the thoughts you have to the feelings that you express to the vibration that you as an energetic being create that then dictate the actions that you take that then create the results and the experience that you see in your life so yeah I think it's really fair to be sitting there saying I don't I'm not consciously I'm not asking for this you're right you're not asking for it And no one would say that you are, particularly if you're going through something that's really challenging. But if you understand the distinction, at least on a basic level. Now, if you start to understand that there's two parts of the mind that operate and that you haven't asked for this on a conscious level, then you understand that there's something else that's going on underneath the surface, so to speak, Mm
0: -hmm. that is
1: causing your life to be where it is. And the thing is, is, what I think is a gift to understand, and this was a, and I know it's a gift to, it was a gift to me, but it was a gift to my community when I talk about this too, is that when you actually understand that either subconsciously or even consciously you have created your life, that means that you actually have the power to create something different. But if you sit there and say, I didn't create this, then where's the power lie? The power lies outside of you. And therefore that means you don't have the power to change, to create something different. So I actually think it's a gift to be able to sit, like a gift you can give to yourself to be able to sit back and to say, okay, I don't want this. It's not what I really truly have asked for, but I, I get it now that it is my responsibility and that I've made some choices subconsciously or consciously that have created this. And that's a good thing because it means that I have the power within my hands, within my mind, within my heart, within my body to change what is going on.
0: So good. I have an audience of coaches who are listening and it's starting to click with them. I'm sure that, okay, I can kind of see how this is, how this works. So when my coaching business isn't doing what I wanted it to do, or I'm, I launch and it doesn't go as well as I thought there's something, you know, in the subconscious that's working in against our, you know, Mm. what we want. So how can they start to peel back those layers and figure this out so they can, you know, step into their power?
1: Yeah. Well, first and foremost, that awareness honestly is the most powerful step. So when, when you get a result, and look, I think it's so fair to talk of this in terms of your business and having a launch, and you set yourself an outcome, which is, as most people know, a goal. You set a goal. I want X amount of people in. I want to create this much revenue. And then you fall short for some reason. What's so important is to be able to sit back and say, okay, that's happened, Go through the emotional experience of feeling whatever you want to feel, you know, express that, allow that to be there because that emotion as well tells a story. When we suppress it, when we suppress that emotional response to that situation, we're actually missing out on the internal alarm system that goes off in our body that is alerting us to what is actually the subconscious, unconscious, emotional response and thought-based response. So that's a really important step to go through. So when you experience that, experience it, feel into it, but feel into it from an observation point. Get curious about it. Instead of losing yourself in it and going, oh, my God, this is terrible, I can't believe this has happened, like, observe, okay, I'm feeling down i'm feeling sad i'm feeling unworthy i'm feeling like i'm not good enough i'm feeling like having the success that i want is not available to me i'm feeling anxious i'm feeling uncertain they all those experiences those emotions are, are the gateway to the knowledge that's going to allow you to unlock what is actually going on so that there's so much within just that first step of awareness and once you you're going to have when that experience happens, you are going to have an automatic emotional response. you It's absolutely going to happen. A lot of the times. So for some people, it might be numbness. We might just not want to feel. That unto itself is a message. But that emotional response is going to happen because the body is wired that way. We are wired to respond to our external circumstances, to our outcome, to that response. So let that happen because that tells a story. Name the emotion. It sounds really simple, but name it. Is it fear? Is it uncertainty? Is it anxiety? Is it unworthiness? Is it shame? Is it guilt? Is it powerlessness? It can be a whole range of emotions. But understand that emotion has been triggered by a thought. And we've talked about, I've already just said, conscious, unconscious, but it's a thought. So explore that. What is? The, what are the thoughts that I'm having that have caused me to feel this way? Unpack that. And you can simply, it can be really truly as simply as just sitting down and writing down, getting in a journal and saying, this is what I'm feeling. And I'm feeling this because, and finish that sentence off. I'm feeling this because I didn't get the result I wanted because I didn't do enough because I don't believe in myself because I'm not good enough. Maybe that, can I just tell you too, I promise you that what sits at the bottom, there are really three common beliefs. Now those beliefs can split and splinter into and look a little bit differently. But when you keep unpacking and you get to the bottom, to the core, the root belief systems that we all as humans hold. And I, and I know this from experience. So the work that I do with my clients, I use a specific form of coaching called rapid transformational therapy, which does root cause work. So I do subconscious reprogramming work. And what I do with my clients with the subconscious reprogramming is I actually first and foremost get to the root cause of why someone is experiencing whatever they're experiencing in their life. And there are three common beliefs. And the first one is I am not enough. Now it can be any flavor of enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not talented enough, not skilled enough enough any sort of enough, but I am not enough. It is the number one belief. In fact, I have not had one client that I haven't worked with when I have taken them into hypnosis and we have gone into the root cause that has not come back with something that either is the words, I am not good enough or some, derivative of that so that's the number one belief so you know if you i'm giving you the i'm actually almost giving you the answers now but this is what you'll find at the bottom the next one is i'm different i'm I'm too different i can't connect with people and connection is such an integral part particularly as coaches our ability to connect with other people is absolutely at the core of what our business is about our ability to connect particularly on a level of vulnerability too because that's what people connect with and if you're familiar with any of Brene Brown's work she'll she talks at length about that Mm -hmm. but this our ability to connect is usually done at the level of vulnerability okay so where are we most vulnerable but we really struggle sometimes to express that vulnerability because we feel like we can't connect with people so I'm too different and the final one is That this belief and this is I think for us as coaches particularly when something like a launch doesn't go the way we want other than this belief system of I'm not enough I'm not good enough skilled enough talented enough whatever it is is that what I want is not available to me and I think as coaches so many will relate to that because it's very easy to look at other people's success and want that but what sits underneath that particularly if we play the comparison game is that what i want which is what they have is actually not available to me so do you actually believe so you know maybe you want to generate you've got this launch going on maybe you want it to be a five-figure launch it's your first launch you'd love to generate thirty thousand dollars in revenue the first question is do you actually even believe that that is available to you Do you actually believe that you can create that? And can I tell you nine times out of 10, that's where people really do struggle. They really struggle with that belief that that is actually, they want it to be, don't get me wrong. There's a difference between, I hope, I wish, I want, and I truly honestly believe that that is something I can achieve. So I've gone a long way around to answer your question, but I really wanted to give everyone that insight, unpack it. And I promise you, you will find a theme that fits into one of those three categories. I'm not enough. I'm too different and I can't connect. And what I want, the outcome I want to create is not available to me.
0: That was a great answer. I am not enough is such a big thing. And that's so sad um, because I feel Women and just in general, I think have that in in, in their heads. Um, and then we go when then we step into being a mom, and then that plays. And then we step into being a coach, or we serve other people. Then we have just like a, all of that kind of working against us. And then when we step outside of our comfort zones and we, you know, want to work with people, we want to get clients, we want students, and then the things that we thought were going to happen. And like I like how you stressed, maybe you just didn't believe it could happen. There's that fine line there. How can we get to the point where we can actually believe that these things are possible for us?
1: Okay, great question. Here's, let me go here with this first. Now, I want the one thing I want everyone to really understand is first and foremost, you were born whole. You were born whole. You were actually born knowing. That you are enough, knowing that you are worthy, knowing that you, are, and truly believing that you could connect. You were also born believing that anything is available to you, love is available to you, and it, I think we see that with our children. For those of us that are parents that are listening is your children, when they first are learning to even... I mean, let's talk about in terms of, like, breastfeeding. Like, they don't give up on the first go. They believe that they can breastfeed. (laughs) They keep trying, don't they? Mm -hmm. When they come time to feed solids for the first time, you know, they keep trying at it because they believe... There's no question in their mind that being fed isn't available to them. When they go to walk and crawl, they don't give up on the first go. They know. It's, It's just absolute unwavering faith I can walk I might not be able to walk in this moment but I can walk and I will walk and I keep doing it so you understand first you were born whole you were born with all the beliefs that you need to create whatever you want in your life you've just learnt along the way something different and that again is great news because your default setting your factory setting Is that of worthiness? Is that of believing you are enough? Is that of confidence? Is that of believing that anything is available to you? Okay, great news because all you need to do now is unlearn. Just unlearn what you've learned. And that can be the simplest process of understanding that you get to choose your thoughts. You get to choose your belief systems. You even get to choose how you feel. So if you would like to start believing that something that you don't have is available to you, you can start to choose to adopt that belief. And the brain and the mind work by repetition. Generally, that's, how it, that's the key. So it's, for a lot of us, it is just a matter of continually and sometimes vigilantly too and consistently just telling ourselves over and over again. And we must do that first because a lot we're, we're so wired. Look, the way the brain is wired is that we want and need and crave certainty we need that that's just a part of the survival mechanism of the brain the reptilian brain just needs that so we're always looking for proof and so we look for proof in our current life circumstances but most importantly the brain stores memories so the brain will always recall memories to validate the belief system and that's how we generally work and if you want to create something different in your life it's this can be And it is a simple process. I'm not saying it's necessarily easy because of the way the brain is actually programmed, but what you must do is create a vision that is stronger than the memories that are stored in your brain and connect to that on an emotional level. And that's the key. I think that a lot of people miss out is when we think about changing our belief systems, we just think a lot, but you've got to really most importantly, attach elevated emotions to it attach feelings of excitement and joy and gratitude attach that to the vision and that will start to build momentum in the belief and then the when you've really got the belief programmed into your mind then the world will start to reflect that belief and you'll get the validation that you need but you must first believe before you receive. So it really is all in that belief. But understanding first, as I said, you were born whole. So it's just a matter of making a choice to unlearn the things that don't serve you. It really can be as simple as that.
0: Such a great answer. Love it. So if somebody is really catching on to this and they really want to make a change in their life, What are some things that maybe you do every day, part of your self-care routine, that could maybe help infuse all of this to create their life of their dreams?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I've got a few components to mine. And when I first started a lot of these rituals, it did feel time-consuming. So you don't have to do all of these, but... I do. Look, hypnosis is a big part for me. So I do a daily hypnosis and the hypnosis for me is just about going into that relaxed state and just rewiring my brain with the belief systems that I want to operate from. So that for me is a core ritual that I use And that varies anywhere between 15 to 20 minutes. And I just do that in a very relaxed state. I've got a recording that I listen to. You know what? You can download things from YouTube, to be honest with you, to find things that will help you with that. So that subconscious reprogramming, I think is a critical element of it as well. The next thing I would say as well is spend just a few moments in the morning or in the evening, visualizing the outcome and not only see it but feel it feel into what it would be like to experience that moment so let's talk in the context of a launch so if you do have a launch that's coming up and you want to create however many people through the program See that, see yourself in the launch phase, see yourself how you want to be relaxed, calm, enjoying the experience, grateful for every single person that comes your way. So not just see it, like see yourself doing the things, see yourself having the outcome, see yourself you know at the end of the launch when the cart closes, sitting down you know, having a, a toast with some champagne with your partner or going and having a massage to celebrate. So see that playing out because we have this gift inside our mind to be, to actually be able to see things before they happen. It's an insane gift that we have been given. So use it and use it as often as possible, but attach emotion to it. So if Feel into it. That really is the key. Um, And that's where I think a lot of people that have maybe dabbled in manifesting before and have come and said to me, look, it doesn't work. I, I, I see it. I think these, I think these thoughts, I think these thoughts. What generally most people are missing is the feeling element. Feel into it. What would it feel like to experience that? And you can truly do that in just a couple of minutes a day. So I just think that's such an important ritual. And the other thing I would say is be present. One of the most important rituals I do and be to be present in the moment is a practice. Let me tell you that too. It's a practice because we are, because our mind has the ability to recall memory and to also see into the future effectively through what we're creating in our visions, it means a lot of the time we are yo-yoing between the two. We're yo-yoing between the past and the future. So take a couple of moments in your day to just be present. Focus on your breath and just feel good because at the end of the day, When I talk to people about manifesting, I talk to people about co-creation. So we're not creating alone. We're creating with this, I call it the universe. Some people call it infinite potential. Some people call it God. You know, we've all got different names for it, but it's effectively an energy that is out there, a conscious energy that is out there that we co-create with. Its language is vibration. And the language of – so you can speak what you want, but the universe doesn't hear it. The universe doesn't understand English or Chinese or Arabic or anything like that. What it does understand is vibration. And so vibration happens. In We create a frequency. We are energetic beings, okay? And you only need to understand that if someone, you know, has a heart attack and drops to the ground – What's the first thing we do? We administer CPR or we shock them with waves of electricity because we're energetic beings. So, you know, create that vibration, that energy through not only the thoughts you think, but through the emotions that you experience. Emotions are energy in motion. So, It's really important to connect with just feeling good. So they're the key, they're the key elements that I really ensure every day that fit into my day. So the hypnosis to reprogram my subconscious mind to believe predominantly that I'm good enough and that I can connect and what I want is available to me. I use the gift I've been given to see into my future, to visualize what I want, but then I take time to just be and to feel good in this moment, regardless of what is going on.
0: Amazing. Do you ever have days when you think I don't want to do any of this? I just kind of want to feel what I'm feeling and it's not high vibe. Do you ever have those days? Absolutely.
1: Totally. And if you follow me on Instagram, I share all of that. So that is one of the, for me, I like I've said to you, manifesting is it's real. So I share I share with my community all the time, not only the good, but also the quote unquote bad. Mm -hmm. Okay, absolutely, we're feeling beings. You know that's what we are. We can never ever get rid of negative emotions and negative thoughts. Nor should we want to. They play integral role in our life they create polarity they create contrast you know they they teach us lessons so absolutely i without a doubt i experience days moments sometimes weeks where i just don't feel great i don't i feel bad or i feel something i mean for me recently i went through a period of just about a week and a half where i just felt just really you're really bad I've done enough of this work though to know that these moments are temporary and that the best thing I can do is lean into it and I lean into it knowing that there is going to be a very valuable lesson that is sitting within this experience and can I tell you there was and for me what happened was is that that Again, I use the word negativity because people understand that, but no, emotions are just emotions. We label them good or or bad. Mm -hmm. But I went through this experience and feeling that way created some experiences for me in my life that weren't great, but there were some valuable lessons in it. And one of those for me was guilt. So I had an experience in my business where I made a mistake and I felt immense guilt. And when I, I was able to... Reflect on that guilt has been an emotional pattern that has featured in my life for almost three decades. And um, I needed to heal that. So it was a week and a half of feeling really bad, creating some things in my life that weren't great But there was a massive lesson in it for me and it it really forced me to open my eyes and to look at this pattern of guilt and to go in and heal it. And I did, I was able to do the work to go in and, and uncover the root cause of the guilt where it stemmed from in my life and to be able to let it go. Now, that doesn't mean that guilt is never going to come up in my life again. Okay, because it's an emotion. It's part of the range of emotions we experience. I'm okay with that. But what it does allow me to do is to observe the guilt instead of lose myself in the guilt. So, you know, high vibe, low vibe, you're going to experience the range of it. It's perfectly normal. Please understand that. You know, being a positive person doesn't mean that you won't experience negative emotions. It just means that you know how to lean into them and move through them and you don't lose yourself in them and stay there.
0: I love how you say to lean into them and listen to them because it's like, um, you hear a lot of people say, Do you have any negative emotions? You know, quiet them down and, you know, basically say shush. And I, that always felt really wrong for me. Cause I always thought, if you know, I have three kids. If one, if two kids are being really well-behaved and one isn't, I'm not going to just shut them up. Right. I want to listen to oh, like, what's going on. And I feel like we need to treat it that way.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, your emotions are so important. We are with, again, they're a gift. Our emotions are a gift to us. They really are. And I the message that I give to my community is that your emotions are your internal alarm system. So when you experience that emotion, that negative emotion, that's the alarm system going off to say, Oh, hang on. There's something going on here. Like there's an experience I'm having. There's something that maybe isn't how I want it to be in my life experience. I'm, And it's really the gateway to understand the thoughts and the beliefs that sit behind the emotion and it's truly so important to understand. You don't, I mean, who, we all think, gee, how nice would it be to just be high vibe and positive all the time, but, that there's there's no truth to that that is not the life experience we're here to have we're just not and it's so easy to think how nice that would be particularly if you're someone that you know has perhaps you know lived with depression or anxiety or you know any sort of mental health challenges it's very easy to think i just want to be positive but the, to be healthy let's use that word to have emotional health is to be able to experience both sides and to still be okay. It's more so to have peace, like inner peace is really, really where we want to be. But to understand that we will go up and down through that inner peace, but it's just about, you know, keeping our reactions so that they are just a little bit softer. That's really what it is. It's not, you know, Embrace the negative emotions, feel into it. It's perfectly okay to have negative emotions and they will never go away. Please hear me on that. They will never go away. Don't wish them away. Just learn to be friends with them. That's it.
0: I love how you said inner peace. It gave me goosebumps right away. Inner peace um, is a balance with the negative and the positive. We have to have both.
1: It is. It really, it truly is. Like inner peace is just a nice feeling. Like we don't also want to be high vibe all the time. It's unsustainable. I mean, that's a different set of chemicals that are being released in the body. So that's still stress on the adrenal system. So we actually don't want to be high vibe all the time or low vibe all the time. What we want to do is sit somewhere in the middle and experience those other emotions and then just reset back to the the midline which is peace experience slow then reset back to the midline experience the high reset back to the midline that's how we want to do it that's exactly how we want to do it but we just can't get away from it because our, our body is just wired to store emotions in it it just is we have our thought our thoughts trigger the central nervous system which then talk to our hormonal system, which release a set of chemicals, which the body just gets used to. It's it's just how we're chemically made up that way. It's unavoidable. So it is just really a matter, as I said, of just leaning in, you know, befriending the emotions at both sides, you know, the positive and the negative, and just seeing what's going on. Just be curious about it. Just be curious about what's happening. And if you can't see that there's a lesson in it, that's also okay too. Um, I've done so much of this work that I can generally see the lesson for myself but not everyone can and you don't need to either there's some things we just can't figure out in the moment so just release it so I don't know what's going on here but I trust that at some point the lesson will make itself visible to me and then just let it go
0: that's a great technique I love that because we don't have to sit and try to figure stuff out all the time, just recognize that it's there. If you can't figure it out, just let it go. I love that.
1: Yeah, just let it go. Just be. Honestly, the best advice I've ever been given um, was from a coach I worked with last year, Jim Fortin, and it is just be. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it truly is. There's just so much value in that. Just be. Just be. And another piece of advice that I was given by a spiritual mentor I had many years ago as well, and it took me a while to get this, and, but it's, it's truly been now when I reflect on it, one of the most valuable pieces of advice I've ever been given. And that's nothing is good. Nothing is bad. Everything just is, it just is mm-hmm. everything is that launch that didn't go the way you want. It just is. So there's no, a situation or an outcome and experience we have in our life. It just is, there's just a set of facts that play out. But we are meaning-making machines. So we place the meaning on top of it. And that's what causes us to react and respond the way we do. So, and you, again, you're not going to stop that reaction, okay? That's really important to understand because we are meaning-making machines. We do experience emotions. It's very, very normal to do that. But to be able to experience it and go, okay, I'm, you know, this situation, it just is, My launch didn't go the way. That's just a fact. I didn't hit the numbers I want. That's just a fact. So what's the meaning that I'm placing on this? What am I making this situation mean to me? And that's that's the level that you get curious on because that will then – bring forth the very, very valuable information that will help you to shift and transform who you're being so that you can then create what it is that you want to create.
0: Wow, that's so good. You've been so generous with us and you've shared so many techniques, um, processes that we can use, whether you're just getting introduced to this or, or not. I love everything you've shared with us. How can we find more about you, Gemma?
1: Well, firstly, thank you for having me on and having, it was so nice just to have a really lovely conversation with you and for allowing me to share my thoughts and my views on the world and manifesting. And I really hope that people can see, I know it can feel like it's complex. It can feel like it's out of reach, But I guess the main message I just want people to understand is that you are creating, you're already creating your life and it's a gift you've been given. And I just want you to know you have the power to create what you want in your own hands. And if you want to learn more, I have a podcast as well, which is the Manifesting Mum podcast. If you're listening to this and you go, oh, I'm not a mum, it's perfectly fine. I have dads that listen to this. I have um, grandmothers that listen to this. I have women that you know, are in their early twenties that are not yet mums nor have any plans to be mums soon. So the podcast isn't mum specific. So you can find my podcast over on my website, which is the manifesting mums with an S on the end.com, or you can go to iTunes or Stitcher and download it there. Otherwise you can find me. I generally hang out in two places and that's Instagram, which is my handles, the manifesting mums, Uh, or my private Facebook community on uh, Facebook, which is the Manifesting Mums again. So you can find me any of those places. I'd love for you to come over and connect and just learn the simple, easy and real ways to start to take that power into your hands to create whatever it is you want, which by the way is so much more than what you even realize right now. And that is incredibly exciting.
0: Thank you so much, Gemma. This was so wonderful. Thanks, Lindsay.